You tuned into Talking Business with Beverly, the show designed to provide entrepreneurs with clarity around their overall business through mind, body, and soul. Join our host, Beverly Walthour, as she explores the latest business trends to help you grow your business. Hello and welcome to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Wathauer. Thank you so much for joining us as we support you, the entrepreneur, in getting the clarity needed in order to create time and financial freedom in your business. And so we do this by not only addressing your business needs, but also your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial needs as well. And now join me in welcoming Valerie Boyce to the show. Hello, Valerie. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, hello, Beverly. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, this um, this is going to be a good one. You guys, I'm telling you, look, I have brought Valerie on. Valerie is a job exit strategist. So those of you that are like, uh, this job got to go, <laughs> Valerie is going to help us when it comes to making sure that we exit our job strategically, you know, um, so that we're not left out there like, oh, my goodness. And so I brought Valerie on just to share her expertise and her skill set when it comes to this. But Valerie, before we dive into this conversation, I love to play this game with my guests where I ask them three random questions. So Valerie, are you game to play the game? Absolutely. Awesome. Okay, Valerie, what is your favorite food? Oh, well, you know what? Before before I went the healthy route, my favorite food <laughs> was is macaroni and cheese. Okay, somebody think we need good to, macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I think we just need to keep it right there. We don't even need to go the healthy route. Let's just keep it right there. That good old milk and cheese. Because she gonna okay. say carrots and cauliflower. I don't think I want to hear the, the healthy route. But go ahead and share right. the healthy route for my people that do eat healthy. Let's hear it. <laughs> well, my favorite would be asparagus. Interesting. Okay, that's not, I, I can yeah. do some asparagus. Okay, so I'll let you slide on that because I can do some asparagus. Okay, cool. Okay. okay. <laughs> and so when you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grew up? You know what? I wanted to be a doctor. And I went uh-huh. the entire route to becoming a doctor until I went to St. Louis University and we had to dissect a guinea pig. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm going to have to rethink my life right now. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) Right. Okay. I got to to college before I realized that. (laughs) Oh, wow. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then the last question, if you could be any animal, what would you be? Oh, I would be a giraffe. Why a giraffe? Well, because you know what, a couple of years ago, God just kind of showed me the animal giraffe and how Mm. with the long neck, it's a visionary, you know what I'm saying? And with the big Mm. eyes, it could see things, you know, that others can't see. So God really showed me some characteristics of a giraffe that I was not clear on. So I would recommend that everybody go out there and look up the giraffe and look up what every detail of them means. Yes. It's awesome. I love Oh, yeah. I absolutely love it. Never thought about it. I'm like, a well, long neck, does she want to be tall? What? Like, look, okay. I'm already it. tall. So. <laughs> look, yeah, right. I'm like, look, okay, got it. I'm like, look, I'm 5'9". You can have some of this height if you want it. Okay. Okay, good. Okay, now, I know my listeners are ready to hear this. You guys remember, always have paper and pencil whenever we do these radio conversations because I promise you, my people always drop amazing nuggets that you can implement immediately. And so, Valerie, let's go ahead and dive on into the conversation. So what exactly do you mean by I am a job exit strategist? 
So I coach individuals because I used to be in human resources for about 20 Mm -hmm. years. Mm. So I know, I I mean, I used to be that person that used to walk people out the door with (gasps) a box. And so there are certain things that I can tell people about Mm -hmm. leaving their jobs and making sure that they're ready, you know, even Mm. if they don't, even if it's unexpected that they know exactly what to expect and what to look for. So I mm-hmm. kind of help them to, to exit their job with grace. Mm. One of my things is I, I want them to exit with grace. I don't want them to burn their bridges. Mm. No I matter love how that. they've been let go. I love that. Exit their job with grace. And I don't know if other people can relate. <laughs> right. <laughs> to I, know, I know. I know. Oh my goodness, that is powerful, yes. and it just it reminds me of my one of my story of when I was released from a job. It wasn't you know like stuff you see on TV, but you yes. know we had security and it was like, hey, turn in your badge and here's your box, and I'm like yes. mouth open like, oh, what are we doing? Okay, right. so you know I think a lot of people have had that experience, but I love what you said, you know, kind of exiting that from you know exiting the job from grace and not burning your bridges. We don't want to see anybody yes. on the news, correct? <laughs> That is correct. We do not want any workplace violence going on. So Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, you touched on this just a little bit, but um, elaborate a little bit more on us. What made you get started with this as far as being the job exit strategist? Well, because I, um, I saw so many people getting mistreated. Mm. So many people, like I said, they would just give people a pink slip and they would walk them out the door, and I had to be the one to walk them out the door. Mm-hmm. But I would always talk to them as they're walking out the door. I would always mm-hmm. say to them, you know, if you need anything, please feel free to call me back, you know, and stuff like oh, that. Wow. So I wanted them to leave, even though that was a bad situation, I mm-hmm. still wanted them to leave on a good note and that their lasting wow. thing was, you know what, they didn't just kick me out. You know, they didn't, mm-hmm. just, they didn't just throw me out. You know, mm-hmm. so I always had this heart for people where I would still just always try to make the best of the worst mm-hmm. situation. Wow. Wow. That so, is so powerful. So that's me. Yes. I love that. Okay. And so what is the mission of your business? My mission is to show corporate women their value and to help to restore their confidence so that they're equipped and so that they are ready to leave their nine to five and live the life that they dream of. Mm. Turn that dream into a reality. Mm, I love that. And so, you know, you mentioned, you said being able to show those corporate women their value and being able to equip them with that, that confidence. So do you, do you see that, you know, if they've ex- either experienced being fired or let go of it from a job or if they're even looking to transition into something else, you know, is their confidence impacted or how is their confidence impacted? Well, definitely their confidence impacted because it makes them feel like, okay, I really don't know what I'm going to do at this point in time. Mm-hmm. So what I do mm-hmm. is I help to walk them through and let them know, okay, these are some things that will definitely block your confidence. And so mm. we walk through those things. And then I tell them, what are some confidence builders? These are things that are going to help you to build your confidence. This is what you need to surround yourself with. If you got to say it to yourself in the mirror every day, mm-hmm. say it. But definitely mm-hmm. losing a job can definitely knock you down a couple of feet and then mm. make your confidence just go out the window. But, see, we're here to restore their confidence. We're here to tell them, look, it's okay. It's their loss. It mm. is their loss. Don't even worry about it. God has something better for you. Amen, amen, amen. And so you say, you know, there are some things that, 
um, you know, can block their confidence and some things that can build their confidence. What have you noticed? And I know you can't, you know, you can't uh, give yeah. all the things, but what are some things that you've noticed that have kind of blocked their confidence when it comes to, especially, you know, these corporate women in this position? What have been some of those confidence blockers? Well, one has been self-criticism. They're mm. very critical of themselves, mm -hmm. you know, and they start thinking it's them. It's it, They're the problem. What did I do wrong? Things like that. And then self-sabotage. Oh. I, I, I see that self-sabotage where, okay, you actually are blocking yourself from getting where you want to be. Nobody else is blocking you. You are, you have potential. You have the uh you have the know how to do so many things, it's okay. You know, so these Ooh. things are what block them and that's what I see what blocks them a lot. It's self sabotage oh. and criticism. Wow, and that's powerful. And I, I think a lot of people are familiar with this the self criticism, you know, blame it, it's me, it's me, what did I do wrong? But what yes. does self sabotage look like for people? Because in my mind I'm like, why would I sabotage myself if this is what I'm doing? So what does that look like, you know, for people you say, you know, they're actually blocking themselves. Sometimes people don't even realize that that's what it is. So what does self sabotage look like? Well, you know what, self sabotaging behavior is pretty much let let's give you an example. Um, if my boss called me into an office and they said, you know what, I want you to, to present for this meeting right here. Mm -hmm. And you say, well, no, nah, I don't really want to do it. You know, it's be it, it, <laughs> I, I really don't want to do that because I'm just not ready. I don't think I have mm -hmm. the skills. Your boss want to ask you if, if she didn't think that you had the skills to do it. Wow. Wow. That was a self-sabotaging moment because mm -hmm. you just stopped yourself when you don't even know what you were getting ready to get into. You don't wow. know what what was ahead for you, so you stopped mm -hmm. yourself because you weren't confident enough to know that you had what it takes to do that thing, to make that presentation. Wow. So and I was that's just, when we self-sabotage. And see, I was just getting ready to ask you where does that stem from, but you mentioned the word confidence again. So a lot of it is yeah. stemming on that confidence. It is. Or it lack thereof. Yes. Wow. And so, you know, for your people, where are they usually when they come to you? Is it that they've already been fired, they're on the verge of being fired, they're looking to just, you know, they're looking for a shift in career, or, you know, what's usually going on with your people when they come to you? Well, usually when people come to me, they're usually insecure about where they want to go in their life. Mm. They feel like corporate America, this is all there is. You know, I have student loan debt, I went to school, I got degrees, I spent all this money. So I'm just here. This is where I am. I just need to play it out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. some people are just in fear. They're not confident again. And then they have these limited beliefs, and they're believing some of the myths. And that's one mm -hmm. of the things that I do is I help to debunk the myths. Okay, mm -hmm. if you, if I, because one of the myths is if I leave, I'm not going to have no money. Oh. If I leave, I'm not going to have benefits. If I leave, mm -hmm. they're going to take my 401K. You know, so it's it's all these myths that they're believing, but until they actually talk to somebody, they mm -hmm. really don't understand they're believing the myths. Or wow. I have people coming to me who keep asking God for sign after sign after sign. <laughs> and that was me. <laughs> I was that wow. person. Mm -hmm. I kept mm -hmm. asking God for a sign, and he gave me a sign. I said, okay, God, well, how about another sign? 
That could have been me. That could have been me. Ooh, Valerie, don't you start. Don't you? Okay, Valerie, hold on. Cause see, right here, you're already stepping on toes. And when I say this stuff, look here, people looking at me sideways. That's why I bring the experts on. So when they say it, okay, Valerie. Now, kind of go back, because I want you to kind of talk about those uh, myths again, because for some reason, yeah. for some people, that's why they don't exit. But you just mentioned right. some of the myths they're saying, you know, um, I won't have any money or, you know, I won't have benefits. I won't have 401K and stuff like that. So that is not true is what you're saying? That is not true because, first of all, with the 401K program, I don't care what company you're in. If you're putting money into a 401K program, that is your money. Mm. You cannot lose your own money. Mm-hmm. The part mm-hmm. that you may forfeit is depends on how long you were at the company. Most mm. companies have what's called a five-year uh, vesting schedule. So mm-hmm. if you're with that company for five years, then you can get whatever money they match for you. So gotcha. first of all, they, they can't take it, so you can forfeit. So let's say if you leave your company after three years, you may only get a certain percentage of the matching mm-hmm. portion. You will always mm-hmm. get all of your own money, but you know what? It depends on what's left in the market. Mm-hmm. You may lose the money from mm-hmm. the market, but that's it. You're, they cannot take your 401K program from you. Even if you have a loan, and I wow. had a loan when I left my company, they, mm-hmm. they will not deduct your balance of your loan from what's left in your 401k. Mm. What they will do is they will send you a 1099, and they will consider it as a withdrawal. So when you file your taxes, uh-huh. it just looks like a withdrawal. They will not take a loan from your balance. Wow. And then I always you... tell people, try to roll your money over. Roll your money over into an individual IRA because if you cash it out, you're going to get a 20% tax. And then if you're under 59 and a half, it's going to charge you 10, 10 more percent when you file your taxes. Tell them, tell them, Valerie. Look, because so once again, them, okay. yes, like we don't know what we don't know, though. So so many people right, feel like absolutely. they're going to lose access to that. But you're saying yes. there, are, there are options out there. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. And when, yes, absolutely. There are some options and they just need to talk to somebody because, you know, they will not lose their money. They could roll it over into an IRA. And then what they don't know is if they have less than $5,000 in it, that company is going to cash you out. Whoa. They're, they don't have to, they don't have to leave it in there. But if you have more than $5,000 in your 401k, you could leave that money there for as long as you want to. But just know that you only have a certain amount of time to get that money out because they'll cash you out if you have under $5,000 in it. Wow. You guys, this is why it's so important <laughs> to get your information from people. <laughs> Folks, I'm just Googling away. I'm like, look, get your information from people <laughs> that know what's yes. going on. So yes. I thank you for sharing that because, once again, I know there are some people that are there there. You know, they're still holding on to this job, although they may be absolutely miserable or whatever it is because of these myths. So, you know, you kind of release some people from that. So I absolutely thank you for that. And so, Valerie, we are going to continue this conversation right after these messages. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more Talking Business with Beverly. Rachel Christina's Christian coaching firm focuses on women who are looking to solidify their identity, unlock their purpose, and unleash their authority as a kingdom ambassador. The Lifestyle Cleanse program focuses on identifying toxic behaviors and thought processes hindering your growth. The program will plant new seeds of truth and promise from the Word of God. To learn more, 
visit calendly.com slash I am Rachel. That's calendly.com slash I am Rachel. Are you a woman who is ready to reclaim your she power so that you can become more bold, fierce, and free? Kimberly Brown, the worth specialist, can help you. My Power of Self program is designed to help individuals do just that. To learn more, visit calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. That's calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. Norma McClatchlin is a certified master coach and the CEO slash founder of Chosen Path Christian Coaching. The free to choose forgiveness documentary has a call for forgiveness stories. If you have a story that will provide hope and freedom for those held in bondage of unforgiveness, we want to hear from you. Email your 10-minute high-quality video of you telling your story to firstladynorma at gmail.com. Are you ready to become the extraordinary leader who fulfills God's plan and purpose for your life? At J.W. Smith, we offer a transformational virtual five-month Leading on Purpose coaching and development program. We can help you discover your purpose, turbocharge your influence, and enhance your leadership presence. To learn more, visit www.jwsmithassociates.com. That's www.jwsmithassociates.com. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Walthour. And so with our conversation today, we are speaking with Valerie Valerie Boyce, and she's actually a job exit strategist. And so we're just speaking to her, you know, those of you that are like, hmm, is it time? Should I go? You know, probably like, hey, I should have been gone a year ago. But anyway, so we're speaking just with Valerie just about this whole process when it comes to actually exiting your your career. And so, Valerie, you know, for your people, how do you actually, um, you know, support them? Like, is there a framework or anything that you follow to help your people when it comes to them actually exiting their job with grace? I love how you put that, with grace. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So first, I have a Facebook group, and we mm-hmm. are, it is, a, it is a safe community of corporate Christian women, and so we encourage one another there. Um, I provide tips and tools, I, and I have a freebie that's called the five signs that it's time to leave your nine to five. Uh-oh, so uh-oh. I give them that, and so I have them to look at those signs. Okay, you need to look mm-hmm. at those signs. Um, mm-hmm. I nurture them on a regular basis. I uh, let them know that they just need to trust God's plan because, you know what, it's mm-hmm. easy for us to have backup plans, a plan B, mm-hmm. a plan C. We always think we got to have a backup plan, but we don't. And uh, so the framework, the framework, I have what's called a bye-bye nine-to-five one-on-one coaching. Uh And I take them through a mindset assessment. We talk about if they have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset because usually when someone has a fixed mindset, it's going to be hard for them to change anything. Uh And so we're going to, we do an assessment and we determine if they have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset and we try to help them if they're in a fixed mindset that we help them to get to that growth mindset. Um, We tell them that it's time for them to level up their mindset. So we we remind people, I remind people that the brain is just a muscle. It is Mm -hmm. a muscle. You can Mm -hmm. change what your brain is thinking. So we teach people how to retrain their brains. Um, Then I help them to write if-then statements. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure who's familiar with the if-then statement, but – an if-then statement is that statement that basically helps you to retrain your brain. So for uh-huh. like me, I love chocolate. So what I have on my if-then statement, my if-then statement says, if I want some chocolate, I'm going to, uh, then I'm going to eat fruit instead. Mm, 
Okay. Okay. okay so so then I teach, pe- I teach people how to write those if-then statements, and mm-hmm. then I talk to them about their passions. What, what are they excited about? What do they love to do? Because at the end of this, when they leave their nine-to-five, we, I want them to be able to build a business around their passion. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I give them a personality test. And hopefully when people come to me, they already know their passions. But if they don't, mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. help them through this personality test, and we talk about that. We talk about the results of that personality test. And then we get into the, the confidence. And that might just call confidence on fire. And mm-hmm. what people mm-hmm. don't understand is a lot of times they think about self-confidence. But it's not self-confidence. It's God confidence. Mm. You have to have God confidence and not mm-hmm. self-confidence. Because if you had self-confidence, okay, that's why mm. you're where you are now. Because you've been relying <laughs> upon yourself. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. in that confidence, we talk about, and, and one, of these, one of the confidence blockers is called ants. And I learned about ants, and I don't know how many people have heard about ants, but ants are automatic negative thoughts. Oh. And I mm. didn't know about ants until I went to a therapist about 15 years ago. And she said, look, mm-hmm. take a journal. Write down all of your negative your thoughts throughout the day. When I went back to her, she said, you have an ant problem. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I said, what? She said, yes, you have automatic negative thoughts. And so we tell people how to, I tell people how to get rid of those ants and turn mm-hmm. them into art. And those are automatic renewing thoughts. Well, okay, we hold, about... on, hold on, Valerie, hold on, because they, <laughs> they are writing feverishly. Hold on now, hold on. Okay. okay. Okay, so you said confident blockers, one of those is our ants. ants. So not the ants our outside ants. that eat my lunch, yes. not that, not right. the picnic. But you said <laughs> that, right. what does ants stand for again? <laughs> Automatic negative thoughts. Okay. Okay. okay, and then, so that, and and then, that, is that usually like when we encounter a situation, you know, pay attention to our first thoughts to things or just yes. what, what does that yes. look like? Mm-hmm. Those are your initial thoughts. So let's say that I'm doing something and you say, yourself, I can't do this. You know, mm. I'm to tell ourselves, I really can't do this or this is not going to work for me. Or, this, is, mm-hmm. this is not going to work out, okay? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. so automatic that we don't even realize that we're doing it because I didn't realize it. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. the confidence builder, what replaces that, and God gave you this, is called art. And mm-hmm. those are automatic renewing thoughts. So we want to oh. change the ants to art. I love that. I love so that. That's, that's how we do that. And then um, when we exit with grace, we tell people about a budget. I mm-hmm. did not know how many people do not have a budget. Mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. they spend money and spend money, and they don't even know what they're spending their money on. And, you know, I, I, I found out that 62% I, – I follow Magnify Money mm-hmm. – 62% of Americans do not have an emergency fund. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. So we talked to them about an emergency fund how to start getting that emergency fund built up, and then I give them an actual uh, chart, a savings goal chart, where they mm-hmm. can actually begin to monitor their savings. But it's, but, but it's important to have an amount because, I, I mean, I talked to someone the other day, and she doesn't know what she wants to leave her 9 to 5. Uh-oh. You have to put a date on when mm-hmm. you want to go. Mm-hmm. If you're going to save money, you've got to put a, a dollar amount on what you want to save. And mm-hmm. so we mm-hmm. talk about all those things, and we talk about the whole job exit strategy where you should start getting rid of your personal files. You know, you should start taking things home, but take them home slowly. 
not to be anxious, still show up in meetings, do everything like you normally would do if you weren't going anywhere. Because mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. all people want. They just want some juicy news that you about mm-hmm. to leave the company. Yep. And then when your boss finds out, they're going to kick you out first. Mm-hmm. So you got to keep quiet and you cannot tell everybody everything. <laughs> you, you, you just can't share the stuff that, that you're getting ready to mm-hmm. do. You can't tell mm-hmm. everybody because people who you think are your friends, mm-hmm. they are not your friends. When they see you moving yes. forward, you're going to find out who your friends are. That is so true. Oh, my goodness. So, and, and Valerie, you know, that you kind of touched a little bit. And once again, you guys, I know she can't give us everything because that's why I'm going to have her give her contact information for those of you like, uh-uh, Bev, I'm serious about leaving this nine to five. But, <laughs> Valerie, you touched on a couple of things where you said, you know, as you're preparing to exit. Uh, so yes. you said, you know, get your personal files and, you know, get rid of some of the personal files. What were some of those other steps, little small steps that we can do if we're ready to, you know, to, to, to make that, that exit from our nine to five? Absolutely. So what I tell people to do is, first of all, start taking things home slowly. So I know a lot of us, we have a lot of pictures on our desk. We have a lot of knickknacks. Take things home slowly, okay? Don't, don't take everything at one time. Put mm-hmm. them in your bag and just take them home slowly, okay? No, don't put them in the box. Watching that. Okay, gotcha. Okay, because I was about right, to okay, one day. sweep everything off the desk and into the box. Okay, don't do that, Okay, don't do that. Right, then the boss going to walk in and she's going to say, oh, mm-hmm. you're back to sleep. What you doing? Where you going? <laughs> um, another thing I tell people to do, because a lot of people download music, they download mm-hmm. pictures, they download, you know, they have their personal files, I would begin to delete those. Mm-hmm. Delete your browsing history off of your computers. Mm-hmm, so start mm-hmm. doing that as well. Um, you need to start looking into your benefits because mm. if, you're not, if you're married or if you're not married, you need mm-hmm. to understand, okay, what does it take to get on my spouse's coverage? How soon can I get on? What is required mm-hmm. for me to get on? Yep. You know, if you're a person who has a lot of health issues, look, stack up on your prescriptions. Start going mm-hmm. to all your doctor's appointments. You know what I'm saying? Get all your doctor's appointments. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying, because yes. you, you have this coverage. Mm-hmm, you have the mm-hmm. coverage, so use the coverage because mm-hmm. when you leave, if you have no other option, if let's say you ask about COBRA, which mm-hmm. is the other extended insurance that you get mm-hmm. once you leave the company, they will give you like 18 months of COBRA. Mm-hmm. COBRA generally costs significantly more. So, for example, me, I was only paying $100 a month for a single person while I was mm-hmm. at the company. Mm-hmm. When I left, COBRA cost $575. Yes, Yes, it did. Okay. I looked at that. I said, oh, my glory. Oh, goodness. Yeah, yes. I'm over there complaining about the $100. I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yes. Wow. So start wow. doing some of those things. So there mm-hmm. are things, you know, and, and you have mm-hmm. to be careful because once you start asking HR about COBRA costs, you know, like what, what mm-hmm. is it going to cost me, then kind of a red flag goes up. So mm-hmm. that's why I put mm-hmm. that one at the very end of the list. You can still mm-hmm. start scheduling out your doctor's appointments and doing those kinds of things. So those are some of the things that we that I tell people to do to start mm-hmm. preparing, mm-hmm. make sure that they have the date together, you know, make sure they have their emergency fund built or they know how much money that they need to have, you know, mm-hmm. before they leave. Mm-hmm. And I don't encourage anybody to just get up and just leave, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we're all, we're all in a different place. Mm-hmm. But for me, I started my exit plan probably back in September, and I didn't leave until March. Let you know, but I continued to build. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I continued to just build. 
you know, and I built and built and built. I wasn't just going to walk away because I'm single. I'm my only income. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. God still gives us wisdom. But it got yes. to that point where we have a plan, and but God has a different plan for us. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when I got ready to leave, God, I kept asking God, God, give me a sign. God, give me a sign. The last sign I got, Beverly, I, it's called the elevator revelation. I got stuck in an elevator for over an hour. Oh, my goodness. And God, God kept telling me, see, you're stuck in that job. See, you want to see? I'm, show, I'm, I'm showing you. I have given you signs. You asked for signs. I've given them to you. What else do you want me to do? Thank you. And I just Thank looked you. at God. I said, God, you got a sense of humor. And I was like, but this ain't funny. <laughs> This ain't funny, guy, guy. This ain't funny. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's, oh, it's amazing what you just said because we do. We ask for a sign. God shows up a sign yeah. of some sort, and then just yeah. like you said, then you start to rationalize that. Well, maybe that was me, or yeah. maybe no. So yeah. that I thought that was very powerful. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I did it. I kept asking him for sign up to sign, and he looked at me like, okay, really? Another gotcha. one? What, what mm-hmm. else do you want me to do? You know, mm-hmm. so. I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. So let yeah. me ask you this. So what yeah. do you feel? Because there are other people out there that support people in exiting from their careers. You know, yeah. what makes your services different from other people who might do something similar? Uh, my background in human resources, mm-hmm. my 20-plus mm-hmm. years in human resources is what sets me apart from all the other people who have job exit strategies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have the background. I have the training. I have um, – I've talked with leaders. I know what managers think. I know how to tell people what exactly what to say mm-hmm. and exactly what not to say. So mm-hmm. I would have to say that what sets me apart is human resources and all that wealth of information that I got. Because I filed lawsuits before. I mm-hmm. filed EEO, EEOC claims before. I've trained in employment law before. So I know the law. Even with people over 40 years old, I know the law. Because I know yes. that a company will try to push you out when you, mm-hmm. when you reach over 40 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. And they will try wow. to get you out of there. So uh, there are just so many things I could just share with people about just Mm -hmm. things I've experienced in human resources. Absolutely powerful. And so, you know, what do your people normally do? Um, You know, once they do the exit, do they end up going to another career? Do they end up starting businesses? What do they normally do? They end up starting businesses because I don't Mm -hmm. encourage them to go back to a nine-to-five where there is still the same stress, Mm -hmm. the same anxiety, Mm -hmm. just in a different location. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. what I just tell them to do is maybe do something for some of them work from home. Mm-hmm. Some of them start their own businesses at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I do is like even before they even get to that point, I'm making sure that they know that are you going part time? What are you doing? You know, what are you going to do? But I would say probably 90% of the people start their own businesses because when they're in corporate America, they can't work full-time on their passions. Mm. They, they mm-hmm. can't work full-time mm-hmm. on their passions. They, they try to get in a couple hours, and if they have a family, they may only get in like 30 minutes a night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, a lot of people know what they want to do. They know what they love to do. They know what they're excited about doing. So they build a business around what they've always wanted to do. And they've that. always wanted to do something, so that's what they do. I absolutely but I don't love I don't that. I really don't encourage them to go back mm-hmm. into another nine to five environment. I don't encourage mm. that. Wow. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. There you have it. And so I know you guys are like, Bev, if you don't let her give us her contact information, so Valerie. <laughs> 
please share with us your email, your website, your social media handles for those that are just like they're almost at their wits end and you remember, you know, what that experience was like. Yes. So certainly share yes. that information with my listeners. Okay. My website is ValerieBoyce.com and that's V-A-L-E-R-I-E, B as in boy, O-Y-C-E dot com. Um, my email address is ValerieCBoyce at gmail.com. And you can reach me on Facebook if you want to get into – you can reach me at Valerie Boyce on Facebook, or you can get into my Bye Bye 9 to 5 um, Facebook group, and that's put it in Bye Bye 9 to 5, and you will find me right there. And my Instagram handle is by corporate. I love it. I love it. Valerie, thank you so much for coming oh, and absolutely. sharing with us. Thank, thank you. you. Thank for you. Having thank me. you. You're welcome. You. And we will have more right after these messages. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more Talking Business with Beverly. Norma McClatchlin is a certified master coach and the CEO slash founder of Chosen Path Christian Coaching. The free-to-choose forgiveness documentary has a call for forgiveness stories. If you have a story that will provide hope and freedom for those held in bondage of unforgiveness, we want to hear from you. Email your 10-minute high-quality video of you telling your story to firstladynorma at gmail.com. That's firstladynorma at gmail.com. Are you a woman who is ready to reclaim your she power so that you can become more bold, fierce, and free? Kimberly Brown, the worth specialist, can help you. My Power of Self program is designed to help individuals do just that. To learn more, visit calendly.com slash coachkimmyb. That's calendly.com slash Rachel Christina's Christian coaching firm focuses on women who are looking to solidify their identity unlock their purpose, and unleash their authority as a kingdom ambassador. The Lifestyle Cleanse program focuses on identifying toxic behaviors and thought processes hindering your growth. The program will plant new seeds of truth and promise from the Word of God. To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash IamRachel. That's Calendly.com slash IamRachel. Are you ready to become the extraordinary leader who fulfills God's plan and purpose for your life? At J.W. Smith, we offer a transformational virtual five-month Leading on Purpose coaching and development program. We can help you discover your purpose, turbocharge your influence, and enhance your leadership presence. To learn more, visit www.jwsmithassociates.com. That's www.jwsmithassociates.com. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Wathauer. And so now we have moved to the portion of the show that I call Beverly's Six-Figure Framework Tip of the Day. And so this is really and truly just tips and strategies and resources that, as an entrepreneur, you all can implement to shift literally to the next level in your business. And so as I always say, you know, I'm a business strategist specifically for Christian female coaches who are looking to create financially successful businesses, so they're looking to generate more income and more impact 
without compromising their Christian values. And so, you know, these tips and strategies, once again, this is what I've used to create a six-figure business and then what I share with my clients as well who have done the same. And so for this particular um, portion, I really and truly kind of wanted to, to kind of have this as a reminder. And this is something that's really and truly been heavy on my heart and in my spirit when it comes to us as entrepreneurs. And so just really and truly, especially, you know, and I would say especially service-based, but this is just anyone, service-based, product-based, however it is that you run and operate, you know, your business, especially if you are your brand. So like if your face is the brand of your business. And this is key and this is huge when it comes to just really and truly you being yourself. And so what I mean by that is a lot of times, as entrepreneurs, we feel like if I say a thing or if I do a thing, it's going to alienate customers or it's going to alienate clients. And so, but what we end up doing is not being true to ourselves. And so I just strongly encourage you that if that is something that you're struggling with, once again, especially if you are the face behind your brand, and, you know, we know that people now have access to you 24-7. So, you know, we have the Internet. So people can literally go and pull up a, if you do, if you went live or, you know, if you have a website or, you know, if you did a speaking engagement or whatever it is that you may have done, you attended an event or anything, people can literally find that, find that stuff out about you. And so what I've learned in my 13 years, or, or sorry, 17 years uh, of being an entrepreneur, because I started back in 2003, and, you know, my, my first business back in 2003, uh, sorry, 2007 is when I started my first business. Sorry about that. So I, that's where the 13 came from. So I've been an entrepreneur for 13 years. Sorry. And so what I have learned is how hard and difficult it is for me to put on. And so when I say put on, you know, me being afraid to talk about this or being afraid to share this, you know, there's a saying, especially in the online space, that in your business you shouldn't talk about politics or you shouldn't talk about um, religion. Those are the two things that you shouldn't talk about because it's going to offend someone. And so what I always say, you know, if those things are near and dear to your heart, then there my thing is, would I rather someone know up front where I stand on certain views or they start working with me and then learn where I stand on those views, especially if they're important to me, and then now they end up leaving or leaving disparaging remarks or whatever it may be. You know, they learned it after the fact. And so that's what I always keep into the forefront of my mind. And so even for me, when it comes to who I serve in my business, specifically Christian female coaches, I am asked all the time. You know, Bell, why do you only say females? Bell, why do you say Christians? What about those people that are not Christians? Well, Bell, I know for me, you know, God has called me to serve those people who are outside the church. And that is all fine and dandy. That is you. And that's the thing, like you being clear and confident in who it is that God has called you to serve and being okay with that. And so I see so many people, and I, like I said, I've shared, myself included, that they get so caught up in the making money part of the business that you lose sight of how it is and who it is that you've been called to serve. And so what, what I mean by that is your people, your community, they're going to be attracted to you. So if you are authentic, I promise you there are people out there <laughs> <laughs> that will be a drawn to you. So just think about the fact there are over 7 billion people in this, on, on this earth. So you mean to tell me God created you, you're the only one that likes to, I don't know, create um, quilts that have animals on it. 
You see what I'm saying? Like there are people out there. There's your people out there. There are your people out there that like that. And so, you know, I think about my hairstylist and the fact that she does natural hair. She only does natural hair. So there's not a relaxer (laughs) in the shop. And so my thing is, you know, some people think, well, hey, you know, well, if I did natural hair and if I did, you know, relaxers or perms, then I could have more people in. And so I always say, you know, when you operate out of a space of fear like that, because that's what it is, it's not, you know, oh, it just allows me to serve more people. No, that's you operating out of fear. You know, pick your lane, pick, pick your zone and the things that you're good at. And I promise you, you will attract your people. So I know, you know, when it comes to getting my hair done, I can't go to her and say, okay, hey, here's the hey, it's time to go ahead and relax this thing. No, that's not happening. (laughs) And so she would rather lose me as a client than to do something that goes against what it is that she believes in, you know, and going against what it is, you know, and compromising that thing. And so, you know, it's the same thing with you. So you certainly do not want to compromise your values. One young lady that's in my Facebook group, so I have a Facebook group that's called Highly Successful Christian Female Coaches and Consultants. So that group is on Facebook. It's a Facebook group. So once again, Highly Successful Christian Female Coaches and Consultants. And so one young lady shared recently that, you know, she, lost, she turned down a $300,000 deal because it was not in alignment with her values. And I know some of you are listening at 300,000. Oh man, I learned how to I'll be good. I learned how to separate it. But you guys, you always hear that that saying, all money is not good money. And so, you know, we know that scripture, you know, what's the point of gaining the whole world and then losing your soul? And so that's what a lot of us, we have to really and truly get back to those things that are important to us, get back to those things that we value, and just ensure that you're not doing things in life and in business that's going to compromise that, that's going to cause you to walk out of an alignment and you and you operating out of integrity. And so that is huge. And as entrepreneurs, you, you will always be presented with opportunities in some form or fashion for you to compromise. There is not a soul out there, my hand, inclu- you know, myself included, my hand is raised where you haven't taken on a client and you knew you should have taken on that client, but you needed the money. And then when you look back and you look at all the things that happened and transpired as a result of that, it wasn't positive, but that was the consequence of being out of alignment and walking out of integrity for the dollar, whatever that dollar is. And so that's what you want to ensure that is a power of what you do. So I say to my people all the time, you know, if you use profanity, then use profanity. If that's a part of your dialogue, you know, if praying is important to you, then hey, Prayer is important, and that you know that's a huge part of what it is that you do. If you only like the color blue and can only associate with people that wear blue, then let people know because <laughs> someone wearing red is going to irk you the wrong way. So you just want to ensure, you know, that if it's just certain things, and, and this is what I emphasize: if it's just certain things that you, you know, it's it's a part of your core, it's a part of your being, it's a part of who you are, and it's important to you. Then once again, do not be afraid to share that. So that way, you attract those people that are aligned and in alignment with you and what it is that you're doing. And so what I want, to, I want you to do, those of you that are either unsure, you know, when it comes to this, sit down. Sit down with the, your paper that you should already have out anyway because you've been listening to the show. <laughs> you know, sit down and write out, you know, what are those things that I value? What are those things that are non-negotiable for me, you know, especially when it comes to business? And, you know, literally sit down, write those things out, 
And then when those opportunities come, because one activity that I have my clients do is, you know, when it comes to your ideal client, so the same thing, your ideal client, your ideal customer, your ideal partnership, because that's huge as well. A lot of us are partnering with people that are so far out of alignment. <laughs> <laughs> with what it is that we value. So, you know, anyone in which you're going to have a relationship with as an entrepreneur, so whether or not it's a client, a customer, like a business partner, or even if you're doing a partnership, um, you know, whether or not it's you doing consulting. So that's what I mean when I say, you know, the other type of partnership where it may be consulting where you're going into a business, you know, and you're doing it on a consulting level. The same thing, write down, you know, those characteristics of those people or those organizations that will literally have you jumping out the bed like your alarm is supposed to go off at 7 and you're jumping out the bed at 630 because you're excited to have this conversation you are excited to interact with that person like write down those characteristics those things that really make you you know like I said jump out of bed literally to go and act you know engage and interact with those people so write that down you always want to keep that with once again no matter what type of relationship that you have what are those characteristics because when you are clear on that the other thing you want to do the other list that you want to make is what are those characteristics for people that you like no I don't care if you came right now and said here is one million dollars for you to work with us for 24 hours <laughs> So you would turn down a million dollars, you know, uh, and all you have to do is work for 24 hours, like that type of thing. Like you want to have that written out as well. And I promise you, when you have those characteristics that make you jump out of bed and those characteristics that are just like, no, this is not going to work. And, you know, some of those characteristics might be, you know, we know that there are some people that never take responsibility for their own actions. This they are always blaming someone else. It is always someone else. They never take responsibility for their own actions. And you want to ask yourself, you know, someone like that, is that someone you want to align your business and your brand with? If the answer is no, write it down. You know, if they don't value time, so if they're always late, that might be a deal breaker because, once again, I can get money back. So say, for instance, I invest $5,000 and that investment does not go the way that I had, had hoped, had prayed for, then I can always do something as an entrepreneur to get that $5,000 back, go back and earn that $5,000. I can't get my time back. I cannot get my time back. So you, hey, it might be, once again, someone not respecting time, so they may always be late to things. And not only are they late, then they have an excuse. So we're just going to put one negative thing on top of another. <laughs> So, you know, literally write those things out. And I know a lot of us, we've heard, especially the ladies, we've heard about writing that down when it comes to, you know, our partners and who it is. But remember, this is a partnership. It's a, it's a relationship. And so it, the same thing applies. So write those two lists out. And I promise you, I promise, I promise, I promise, when you see that list in front of you and those absolute deal breakers, it makes it so much easier for you to identify those people. You could tell them, you could see them coming a mile away. And so that way it doesn't leave you into that, in, in that space, in that place, oh, my gosh, I have to sign a client. Oh, my goodness, I have to get this. Oh, my goodness, I have to do that. Like you can see from the very beginning and you realize that you see those red flags because we see them from the very beginning. And you can go ahead and make a decision, you know what, mm -mm, this is not going to work 
work. It's not going to work. And you can go ahead and cut that off now versus getting into that relationship. And then you're like, whoa, this is not going to work. And then, you know, if there's contracts and stuff like that, it makes it so much harder to get out of it, especially when it was a situation that you could have addressed from the very beginning. So I promise you, go ahead, you know, write that list, make that list of the, the do's and don'ts when it comes to your ideal client, your ideal customer, your ideal partnership, especially if it's a business partnership, and then ideal partnerships when it comes to as far as consulting. So if you do consulting or anything like that, and then as I noted, write those lists down and then make sure that you are, I'm such a firm believer, you know, look at that list every day because once again, there should be opportunities in some form of fashion <laughs> that are coming to you on a daily basis. So then that way you clearly see that list. And, you know, it's always on the forefront of your mind, so that kind of helps to keep you from stumbling or keep you from making a rash decision because I always say, and I know I'm getting ready to step on some, I'm getting ready to reveal a secret out here in the online, especially the online space, but this is an entrepreneurial thing too. I always say, um, you know, I tell my people, you don't have to make a decision in this minute, not in this minute, not in this second. You know, take a moment to think. And I tell my people all the time, hey, did you pray about <laughs> working with me before we work together because, yeah, my thing is you best believe I'm praying about it. Okay, Father, is this the person I'm supposed to be working with? And you should be doing the same thing on your end. So, you know, you don't have to make this rash decision. And I know that urgent sense of urgency is a is a uh, marketing uh, strategy. And so, and, and I use it. I do. I use it. But once again, there's integrity in it. And my thing is with that marketing strategy, that sense of urgency, I have to honor that. And so, you know, but my thing is I don't ever want anyone to feel like they made this rash decision when it came to working with me because I always say, you know, take the time that you need. Now, I'm going to touch on this because uh, Valerie touched on it earlier, but, you know, take the time to make sure that you're making a decision based on the information that you have and not purely based on emotions in that sense. But one thing that Valerie said as well, this is on the flip side, some of us, we ask God, we pray to God for a thing, whatever, you know, whatever that thing is, and then he brings it to us. And then we're like, okay, God, well, let me just double check and make sure that this is really what you ask, you know, this is really from you. And so we ask for another sign, and then he gives a second sign. Like, okay, well, God, let me just triple dog, make sure that I am on point. And, you know, after a while, God is like, no, you know what? No, because you guys, as you grow and mature in your walk with Christ anyway, you know, asking for those signs and stuff like that, that is a, a, a sign that you're not growing in that sense. So, you know, you should have that intimate knowledge of God and knowing his word and stuff like that and knowing that you're locking step, you know, being able to, to rely on that peace and feeling that sense of peace. And if you have that peace, okay, God, that's you talking to me, you know, versus if you don't have that peace, then you may need some, okay, Father, now, hey, what? else do I need to do? But yes, yeah, certainly make sure that you're doing that. And so, you know, as I noted, that activity of writing down the perfect clients and the, the ones that are not ideal, it will certainly save you. It will allow for you to move into that six-figure mark in your business, six-figure plus mark in your business, because you're not just taking on any old body. You're taking on people and things that are in alignment with you, your business, and your brand. So that is my six-figure tip of the day. I pray that that was helpful for you. Once again, I am Beverly Wathauer, your business strategist, specifically for Christian female coaches who are looking to create financially successful businesses, more income and more impact without compromising their Christian values. You can find me at www.beverlywathauer.com. Or you can email me, Beverly at BeverlyWathour.com. Or you can find me on all social media handles at, you guessed it, Beverly Wathour. Until next time, take care. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Business with Beverly. Join us again.